the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along today. The Wednesday edition of The Ride Home, and I think uh, for the first time... uh, at least for the foreseeable, the sun is actually shining today, and it has changed everything, I believe. People's moods are a little brighter, a little maybe bounce in the step. It just, the sun changes everything, does it not? It just feels really, really good out there. We have an excellent show for you today. We're also going to go to the phones as well. We'd like to talk to you about uh, the state of the world, perhaps, and uh, what's going on in your own life, in your own uh, your own interior world, because uh, it does feel as though, even with uh, today's sunshine, the people just generally, I would just say generally, uh, we are out of sorts. And and, and when you see it exhibited, uh, you know, in, in the public sphere, a grocery store or on the street or wherever you go, you see people kind of acting out and you think, what is going on with people? I mean, I understand, you know, times are hard. Of course, they're always hard. But then when you see it and experience it and feel it emotionally, you kind of wonder, you know, about the state of our own lives. Kath, what do you think? Uh, people upset? Uh, do you see it and feel it in your life? I mean, not. In, thankfully, I don't feel it in my home. And I don't really feel it at work, which I'm glad for. Yeah. Definitely. I don't think any of us here. Lex, do you think uh, you, you feel angry today? What? Not today, no. no. Not today. But she's been here three weeks, and it takes a while to sort of, you know, Maybe turn the heat up. Maybe by three months, she'll be angry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll check but in. Th- no, this isn't a pr- this isn't an angry place to work. Not in the least. Um, and so, my, and I'm very fortunate that my home isn't an angry place. Yeah, not it in the sh- least. It sure does seem, though, we are that a little when, unhinged when you go out in public, or certainly when I open my next door app. I don't look at that anymore. I'm not going to go there. Is hacked off on my next door app. But you know, my guess is. It's the same 10 people, right? The squeaky wheel. It it's be. always the people, you know, I don't know. It just feels that way. Uh, why are people so unhappy? We'll talk about that uh, later on today. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll open up the phones at 425, so stay with us. Um, and we'd love to have you being a part of the conversation. Uh, also, in our 5 o'clock hour today, mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about... Um, what happens when you decide to put a filter on your computer? So it's filtering out negative sexual content. Mm-hmm. It's keeping you, you know, on accountable. A, accountable. Uh, I have on, friends on a who moral are accountable. Basis. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So we'll talk about that at five ten. Right. What, why, why? I was just. I was actually just sort of look. We're, we're streaming. Oh, look. Uh, we're streaming, and so you know, I see. Camera angles. That's all. I'm just oh, playing, playing okay. Camera. I thought you were like putting your hand out to emphasize something no, just, I was saying. As you were talking, I was going to like agreeing with you, and then I saw my hand close to your face. Right. Anyway, it's coming up in the five right. o'clock hour. Uh, also, um, some local Pittsburgh restaurant news. We'll talk about that mm-hmm. in our second hour as well. Yep. And Tom Brady retired again. Again. Listen, I saw the video. 
I didn't. I didn't watch it. I you did. know why? Because I didn't care that much. Well, it was a short video. I'm not trying to be mean, but I just didn't care that much. I mean, what did he say? He's retired. He said, you know, he would. He, I'm retiring again. He brought it up, you know, and this time it's for real. And you know, okay. just wanted to see everybody. He got a little choked up in the video. Oh, it's okay. I mean, I get the Tom Brady hate, but geez, I don't hate the guy. Hate the he's guy. the greatest. He's the goat. He is the goat. You have to give him the due there's respect. No, there's no question he's the right? goat. Right? At 45, I wish that he wouldn't he's have, have come back this season and gotten divorced. Yeah, when I wish he, yeah the whole dissolution I of mean, his family is so stinking horrible, sad. Horrible. All because he wanted that brass ring or that that ring one more time. Yeah. I don't know. And it didn't work out well, did it? No, it did not. It did well, not work out well. It worked out better for him than it did for the Steelers. Well, at least they were in the playoffs. Well, yeah, but they were in the playoffs without even a winning record. Uh, yeah, no, I know, I know. stank. Come yeah. on, John. Salas life is. That's all. Anyway, uh, did I? Is this correct? He's got a ten-year, three hundred and fifty million dollar contract with Fox. Yep. Like I get all choked up. I know. <laughs> like that's some kind of parachute. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I mean, it'll be interesting. I bet he'll be good at it. I bet he'll be very good at it. Right. Uh, we went to the movies last night. There's a trailer out now for Eighty for Brady. What's that? It's a movie. Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin. Um, is it about him? Sally Fields, yeah. It's about about a, about a bunch of 80-year-olds who are in the Boston area, and they're obsessed with Tom Brady, and they all want to go to the Super Bowl. You've got to be kidding no, me. No, no. It's called 80 for Brady. Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Sally Fields, a host of other, you know, sort of former A-list people. Mm-hmm. 80 for Brady. Saw the trailer. I have no desire to see that. <laughs> no, of course not. Not even the little no. list. There were like 10 people in the theater last night. When the trailer came up, people actively groaned. All 10 of us were like, oh, uh, please. That sounds horrible. Mm, 80 for Brady. Anyway, uh, let's look at the news. Let's do it. That'll cheer us up. Without further ado, Kath, please give us the top four at four. For Wednesday, February 1st, 2023. Number one, John, you ready? Tell me. Russia has escalated its attacks Mm. on Ukrainian positions in eastern Ukraine as Vladimir Putin presses for gains on the battlefield ahead of the one-year anniversary of the war, which is coming up at the end of February. Uh, Apparently, Ukrainian and Russian forces are locked in a battle which is being called brutal in and around the city of Bakhmut. Um, Russia's offensive could be an attempt to force the Ukrainians to move resources away from this battle. Um, A Western official just told journalists today at a briefing, quote, it's a devastating first world war like environment with really heavy casualties. That's scary. It's I mean, people talk about first world war. I mean, yeah. And God bless the Ukrainian people. And I know it may not be popular, but those Russian soldiers, they don't want to be there. I know. I know. Nobody wants to be there. Uh, Russia has recently enjoyed what they're calling some tactical successes. However, the officials cl- officials claim there is still broad parity between Ukrainian and Russia forces mm. in the battle zone. You can read more about that in ABC News today. Number two, a crazy town story related to the FBI. In 2020, Charles McGonigal, a former FBI official, spoke on an Atlantic Council panel about corruption in Russia's security service. He's saying, look, you people do not know what you're dealing with in Russia. There is an erosion of law. It's like the black market is controlling the actual intelligence apparatus in Russia. Okay? Mm -hmm. Um, It's so corrupt there. 
However, what's interesting about Charles McGonigal saying that is that the Department of Justice alleges that shortly before and after leaving the FBI, this same agent, Charles McGonigal, took money from foreign nationals, including Russian oligarchs, in exchange for services and favors. If the allegations are proven, his seniority and authority over sensitive investigations make this a major black eye for the FBI. Mm. This is what he investigated in his career. Are you ready? Tell me. 9-11, Russian organized crime and counterintelligence, the bombings of the U.S. embassies in Tanzania and Kenya, WikiLeaks, um, the Russians' hacking of the DNC emails. He was head of the FBI's Cyber Crimes Division in Washington, D.C., and was promoted before he retired, or before he was removed, to special, special agent in charge of the Counterintelligence Division of the FBI's New York Field Office. Mm. And sold out the United States government and the FBI for... Well, like, that that's what's being alleged. According yeah. to another indictment, which was unsealed, starting back in 2017, he hid from the FBI his relationship with an Albanian former intelligence official. He was getting kickbacks from this person, 225K from arrangements while he was still working at the FBI. One payment of 80000 allegedly handed over while he was sitting in his car outside a New York City restaurant. How do you sleep at night? I, it's, you sell your country it's so out crazy. Like now, all these things are alleged. He's saying that these accusations have not been proven, and he's pleading not guilty. Yep. You can read all the details in today's dispatch. Well, like it is in all a things, nutty story. follow the money. Number three, the maker of ChatGPT trying to curb its reputation as a freewheeling cheating machine mm. with a new tool that can help teachers detect if a student or AI wrote that homework. Well, thank goodness. Mm. According to the AP today, the new AI text classifier launched today and it follows weeks-long discussions at schools and colleges over fears that they're not going to be able to tell who wrote the papers for crying out loud. Number four, nominees for the 2023 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame have been revealed. Cindy Lauper, George Michael, Kate Bush, Willie Nelson, Warren Zevon. And that is your top four at four. Mm -hmm. Kate Bush, Warren Zevon. The only reason Kate Bush is on that list is because of Stranger Things. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah. she would never have been on that list otherwise. Uh, we also have the Spinners, Cheryl Crow, uh, Missy Elliott, Rage Against the Machine, Soundgarden, A Tribe Called Quest, The White Stripes, and... Yeah. The ever popular Iron Maiden. All right. Yeah, well, Iron Maiden, that's certainly rock and roll. I got to be honest, there's only, like, I, out of all of those people, the only one I really like is the Spinners. Mm, for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. How about. Uh, but, and does the Spinners sound like rock and roll? Either? No, no. But it, it falls into that category. Look, how Dolly do you have, Parton. How do you have the Spinners and Rage Against the Machine? And Willie the, Nelson. Right. And. Cindy Lauper. If Dolly Parton's in the Rock and Roll Hall of yeah, Fame, you're right. right? And we, who doesn't love Dolly Parton? But she's country. Right. Willie Remember Nelson's she country. Said she, she, like, declined the invitation. Well, now she's got a rock and roll album in the works. Back. You know that. No, I didn't Oh, know yeah. That. It's coming out with big rock and roll luminaries. I can't believe that's going to be very... Uh, I, I, of course I, not. No. Okay. Okay. Take a quick break. Come back. Being God's image. That's next on The Ride Home. 1.5 WORD. Plan now to join Word FM aboard the Gateway Clipper. It's our Valentine dinner cruise, Friday, February 10th. A special night out for sweethearts, couples, and friends. 
Enjoy a delicious dinner buffet in the romantic warmth of the Gateway Clippers Empress as you take in spectacular views of the city skyline. Boarding time is 6 p.m. Book now at wordfm.com. Sponsored in part by Trinity Jewelers and Cornerstone Television. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. What if I told you you can save a baby's life for just $28? Well, it's true. Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant girls and women who otherwise might choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a click or phone call away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or you can do it safe and secure online by clicking on the preborn banner at wordfm.com. How is your job to school? Let me tell you. I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. I had to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then someone started calling me and... Let's try that again. I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Hey, the uh, annual Coalition for Christian Outreach Jubilee is coming up. It's uh, January 17th through the 19th. This is always a really interesting weekend uh, designed specifically for college students. But, of course, you and I and, you know, other people who are interested in in Christ and theology are also welcome as well. They always have a really gigantic roster of very interesting women and men who are presenting uh, theories and ideas and worship about their relationship. And uh, this year... Well, one of the presenters will be uh, Carmen Imes, who is um, joining us right now. She's an associate professor of Old Testament at Biola University, and she's got a new workout called Being God's Image, Why Creation Still Matters, soon to be released. But uh, Carmen, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, great. our pleasure. Thank Glad you. Glad you're here. Uh, Carmen, talk to us about um, 
I guess my question is, what don't we know about the creation story? Mm. Now, I know that that's a wide open question, because if we're mm. talking about the God of the universe, like most of it, we don't know. How much time do you have, I guess, right? <laughs> right. But yeah. what, what comes to your head first? I think what comes to my mind is the way the creation story has been weaponized in debates over the age of the earth and over the relationship between religion and science. And so we often come to Genesis and we come with our modern questions and we want to know how does this fit in with what I heard in science class? Can I, can, can they be, are they compatible or can I use this to refute what I've heard? And in so doing, we completely miss what it's trying to tell us. It's not written to answer modern scientific questions. It's meant to communicate to us what God wants us to know about what it means to be human and what it means to live in his world. Hmm. It's so deep and so varied. I mean, we tend to just sort of cherry pick little tiny things. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, Carmen, you, you, the, the major thing I take this is that more often than not, we, especially as believers, we do weaponize it. Of course, the, the secular world weaponizes it well. So we miss the beauty because there's too many burrs before we get there. Yes. It's so beautiful. If you just sit with the story and slow down and ask yourself, what kind of a world are they picturing as they read this, the original hearers? And what is this telling them about the kind of God who made it? And what is this telling them about their place in it? Uh, it, it we find that it answers ancient questions, not modern ones, but that it, we come away with clarity about what it means for us to be human even today. Hmm. John and I have uh, been doing this show for more than 10 years, Carmen, and of all of the uh, contentious topics that we have discussed over the years, hmm. I would put the age of the earth or just the origin story as in the top three. People get hot. People get so mad and so sensitive about it um, and draw a lot of conclusions about a person based Mm -hmm. on what quote unquote side they come come down on. So let's try to take some air out of that um, and put the oxygen in a different place. What are the beautiful things you're talking about that we should focus on that we often miss? I think we miss that humans are the crown of creation and that when God makes humans at the end of chapter one, beginning of chapter two, that it is um, really clear that both men and women, male and female, are the image of God. And that by being the image of God, it implies that we have a certain role to play in relation to the rest of creation. It strikes me that we often think of creation care as a side issue that certain people are interested in. But if you read Genesis closely, you find that actually humans are are part of our essential nature. Part of our essential role is to care for God's world and to maintain the order that he brings to the world in chapter one. And so that's one thing that has struck me. Um, It it tells the first man and the first woman to rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and and all the rest of the creatures, it never tells them to rule over each other. And I find that really striking Mm. because we live in a world of hierarchies and of people who are in charge of other people. And the humans are not told to rule over each other. Before the fall, we just have this beautiful partnership and harmony between men and women, between every human and every other human that we're supposed to be working together to carry on the work God left with us. Hmm. So when you say creation care, right, a certain group of people are going to go, 
what what does it matter? I mean, the earth will take care mm-hmm. of itself. Mm-hmm. And you know, like you said, mm-hmm. it's become so deeply politicized. I mean, global yes. warming unto itself. People still roll their eyes with that, and it's be- that's become a very deep issue, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think one of the biggest misunderstandings that Christians today in the West have about the Bible is its vision of the future. We think of the future. We think of our eternal destiny as someplace else that we're going to be like beamed up to somewhere else, namely heaven, and that we don't have to worry about this planet because it's all going to burn anyway. But I've been convinced by by many biblical scholars and their careful readings of the text that, that the Bible actually presents God's vision for creation as a recreated earth, a a renewed earth, and that we're going to live under God's rule on this earth. So that the fire that comes is not a fire that destroys the earth, but it destroys what doesn't belong here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's in Peter that it talks about destroying the elements, though that word elements could be understood as the uh, worldly kind of distorted human ways of seeing things, the the structures that don't honor God, those are going to disappear in the fire. But it's more of a refining fire than a destroying fire. Um, like you would put silver through a refining fire and it would come out shinier. I believe the earth is going to come through this fire restored the way God intended it to be. And so if our destiny is to live here, then that energizes the sense that we need to be caring for it. Dr. Carmen Imes is with us, Associate Professor of Old Testament at Biola University in sunny California, author of Bearing God's Name, Why Sinai Still Matters. Um, Her new book that'll drop in June of 23 is called Being God's Image. Um, Carmen, what about our responsibility um, to... I wrote this down when you said it, uh, is that humans were called to rule over all creation, not each other. Mm -hmm. So... What's our responsibility when we see that happening? I mean, obviously, Mm -hmm. I I think that you make a good point that I don't think that that's what we were called to do, rule over one another. Yeah. But it's hard to know how to remedy that in a way Mm -hmm. that is life-giving and is not just going in and blowing the place up. And the place can be your workplace, your home, your church, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. Um, You have Mm -hmm. any thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, I think that... Part of our duty as humans is to maintain the order that God established at creation and to maintain maintain spaces for human flourishing and the flourishing of the animal and plant world as well. And so I think as we think about our institutions, our, our churches and our schools and um, our communities, obviously leadership is necessary. People, we can't all do all the things. So we... Mm-hmm. We step forward to yeah. lead various various uh, initiatives. I think when if we observe something being led in a way that is oppressive, that is using people rather than honoring their dignity as people who are God's image, then I think it's our responsibility to call it out. And I think if you read the Old Testament carefully, you see that God has no tolerance for those who oppress others. Mm. And so in in the book of Genesis, later in the book of Genesis, we have the story of Sarah and Abraham. They're waiting for children. God promised them descendants, but it isn't happening right away. And they decide, oh, we have an idea. Let's use Hagar to produce children for us, which is an ancient solution for infertility. 
Um, but it's very interesting because in that story, we're told Sarah mistreated Hagar. And mm. the word mistreated there is the same word that's used in Exodus 1 to describe what Pharaoh later is doing to Abram and Sarah's descendants uh, when, they're, when they're in Egypt. They're enslaved by Pharaoh. Pharaoh mistreats them. And so just as in Genesis, God is on Hagar's side and he's standing up for her. So he will be on the side of Abraham and Sarah's descendants when they're the ones being oppressed. I I think it becomes clear that God hears the cries of the oppressed and he does something about it and that he also invites our participation in that. So also in Exodus, we have the story of a number of women who refuse to cooperate with Pharaoh's destructive policies. We have two midwives, Shifra and Pua. We have the mother of Moses, the daughter of Pharaoh. We have Moses' sister. All of these women defy Pharaoh. They refuse to participate in his disastrous mm-hmm. policies. They won't put babies to death. They they rescue at great risk to themselves. So they don't, they don't stand on the street corners and shout, but they undermine the destructive policies. They provide spaces where life can be nurtured. And what's so fun about that story is that it's the the same verbs are used to describe their actions as are later used to describe God's actions in saving the Israelites from oppression in Egypt. Interesting. The same word, how they they saved Moses, how they, that's the same word. Yes. Wow. Yes. I love that. It's a a series of verbs. They, They see his predicament. They hear his cry. They have compassion. They draw him out, like all the same Mm. verbs. And I think we're supposed to see that it's possible for us to participate in the work of God without a trumpet from the sky asking us to do so. We can just see what needs to be done and right. and get get busy. I love that, like one small thing yep. after another. Mm-hmm. That's something that's mm-hmm. doable. Yeah, so, Carmen, yep. obviously you're a college professor. You're surrounded by uh, by youth of today. You're headed into Pittsburgh for the Jubilee Conference coming up the 17th yeah. and 19th. So when you speak to college uh, age kids. What's the message? I mean, you know, you talk about creation care, whether you want to call it, you know, global warming or or climate change or whatnot. You're invested in this in many ways from a biblical perspective. Yeah. I think young people today are passionate about social issues. They look around at our world and they see all kinds of problems. They see people being mistreated because of their gender, because of their race. Uh, They see people being mistreated because of disabilities they have. And, and so I'm excited about showing them that the Bible is also passionate about these things, that God is also passionate about these things. I want to help give them a biblical foundation for the way they see themselves as social agents. And so my big message in the book and the message I'm bringing to the conference is that every human being is the image of God. There is nothing we can do to lose that status Mm -hmm. or to diminish it. Every human being possesses an inherent dignity and worth by being made as God's image. And an image participates in this work of caring for creation. But even if you're not aware that God made you and you are, by virtue of that fact, related to him, you're you're God's family, in a sense, um, you still deserve to be treated with dignity. And that, to me, energizes the way we turn and look at everyone around us. Um, it opens up the possibility of more vibrant partnerships with other people who don't look like we do. It energizes our sense of caring for others. I'm convinced that because the image of God is not a capacity we possess that can be lost, but it's our actual human identity, 
that there's no scale saying some people are more human or the ultimate human compared to other people, but that every human possesses full dignity and worth. And so that has all kinds of implications for social issues. And I'm trying to help young people see that and use that to energize their work. Wonderful. Dr. Carmen Imes is coming into Pittsburgh for the CCO's Jubilee Conference coming up February 17th through 19th. Tickets are still available. JubileeConference.com. JubileeConference.com. Carmen, a pleasure to meet you. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's our great pleasure. Look for Carmen's new book coming out this summer, Being God's Image, Why Creation Still Matters. Outstanding artists, theologians, musicians, everyone will be at Jubilee Conference. We hope that you are there as well. JubileeConference.com, July 17th through 19th, Coalition for Christian Outreach. Let's be real. Retirement is expensive, and inflation is making it even harder with the cost of everything going up from pet food to a dozen eggs. Wouldn't it be great if the cost of your health care could go down? Well, MediShare 65 Plus is $99 a month for ages 65 to 74. And for many with Medicare Parts A and B, looking at other options, that's 50% or more saved per month. No gimmicks. It's $99 a month, and you can use any Medicare-approved doctor or facility, and you get 24-7 access to telehealth from the convenience of your home. Better yet, MediShare is a Christian nonprofit organization. It's a community that will pray for you and encourage you. And since we've cut out the middleman, you get to keep the savings. Call now. You can learn more about MediShare 65+. Here's the number. 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. I studied Spanish in college and never got fluent. But then I tried Babbel. Want the most effective way to learn another language? In just 15 minutes a day, Babbel's bite-sized lessons will have you learning another language in as little as three weeks. Babbel gets you speaking quickly about things you actually talk about in the real world. University studies have shown that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a semester of college Spanish. If you want to learn a new language, there's no better way than Babbel. Go to Babbel.com to try Babbel for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Do you have a loved one entering a nursing home? There's a lot at stake. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Depending on your family's long-term care goals, there are important decisions that should be made before a facility is needed. Talk to a qualified legal professional today. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we can help your family navigate the complicated Medicaid rules so that you can properly save some or all of your life savings from a long-term care crisis. Before you apply, contact Abernathy and Hagerman at a-h.law. Geneva College understands that you're passionate about your life's work. Through Geneva's graduate degree programs, you'll be equipped to fully pursue your faith life calling, excelling in your field, and moving forward for a purpose. In your studies and in your work, you'll be challenged to seek God's design in all things, integrating faith and life, aspiring, leading, and achieving your goals for all that you're created to be and do. You were made for this. Visit geneva.edu slash graduate to learn more. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council.
Patchy clouds expected overnight. We'll see an overnight low of 19. Intervals of clouds and sunshine tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll see a high of 38. Tomorrow night, the start of an Arctic blast. It'll be rather cloudy and colder, becoming breezy late with a couple of flurries, the low getting down to 11. Partly sunny skies expected Friday. It'll be breezy and much colder with a high of only 17. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. It's not controversial to say that we, we in our country, perhaps we in the world, we have a serious mental health problem. I mean, all you got to do is look at the news, right? It feels as though we're more and more unhinged. Of course, the pandemic didn't help things. I was uh, at the grocery store before I came in this morning, and um, there was a, a man in the self-serve, you know, checkout line. And the poor guy, and I do say the poor guy, he was super angry. I mean, so, uh, you know, on a raid scale from 1 to 10, he was at a hard 9. And he was ranting and raving to no one in particular about the ills of the day while he was scanning uh, his groceries out loud. Groceries, out loud. And, and I was a couple of, you know, uh, places down, a couple of checkout lines down from him and looked up and, and wanted to get the heck out of there. And I looked that around me. You. It scared me. And, and people around me, you could feel a thick and hard tension of like, uh-oh. Does this guy have a gun is what everybody is thinking? Or something's going to happen. I mean, you see it, you know, if you're online, you see all the videos of people acting out. But it was just another isolated, angry outburst. How and long did it go on? An easy three to four minutes. Really? And it's loud? And, mm-hmm. and is, is he talking, ranting at somebody? No, just randomly, just yelling. I mean, almost screaming. So I've been thinking about this. Okay, now, wait, let me just back up, though. What's so frustrating about a moment like that is you don't know whether that's mental illness or that's someone who's just emotional and become unhinged right. and is dangerous. Exactly. You know, I... And, of course... Your first response is, of course, to flee. When I get back, when I get into my car, my second response is to pray mm-hmm. for the peace of everyone, for that man, and for the peace and safety of everyone around him. So all day long, I mean, that happened at 11 o'clock this morning. I've been thinking about this for hours. And of course, we're online, we're doing our, our thing here, like you do your thing. And my question is to me and to everyone. Why are we so unhappy? And of course, we're always that, you know, we just had a guest, an Old Testament guest. Since the fall, we are an unhappy lot. Mm-hmm. But it feels separated as, from God and from each other. But it feels as though the apex is upon us. Yeah. It fe- what it feels like people are madder than they have been before. I mean, there's road rage. There's mass shootings. It just, it just, There's my next door app, which is just filled with people filled. It's just everyone, everyone. Thing. Okay, and me- I, I will indict myself. Of course, I get angry, and no, no one's walking through this world. Everyone at some point, but it feels like there's just a thick overlay of anger that we are surrounded by. That's fair to say. You feel it, don't mm-hmm. you? Yes. Why I are see we it. so unhappy? I see it on social media for sure. Um. I was just on Twitter last night, late. You know, I was doom scrolling. 
I should have been yeah, in bed, see, but I was like too tired to go to bed, right? Yep. I'm too tired to go to bed. And so I'm sitting there on my sofa thinking, I just want to go to sleep, except, you know, it's three floors up and I can't make myself do it. So I'm doom scrolling through Twitter. And uh, I don't hate Twitter because we get we get a lot of benefit. Uh, John and I in preparing the show, in hearing people's ideas, in meeting people on Twitter. So it's not all bad. However, just last night, it was one really angry person after another. Just people are angry about X. And, and uh, you know, uh, if you follow people on Twitter over any period of time, that guy is really hot about that issue. Right. And he just tweets about it over and over and over again. Right. Or that woman, boy, she's just really riled up about that thing. And that's all I get from her. Right. And finally, I did go to bed because I thought this is horrible. It's unhealthy for you. This is a horrible thing to be. Uh, it's a horrible thing to be consuming. Yes. That's the word I was looking for, especially at this time of day. So, yeah. So why? Do you think everybody is so unhappy? And if you're one of those people, why are you so unhappy? 800-320-8255. We're going to open up the phones. 800-320-8255. Our friend Lexi uh, would be happy to talk to you when you call. Uh, explain to her what you want to talk to us about, and we'd be happy to put you on the air so that we can kind of suss this out together. Why do you think people are so unhappy? Are we unhappy? Are we more unhappy than we've been in previous eras, decades? What is it? Give us a call, 800-320-8255. 101.5 WORD. Dr. Charles Stanley. Do we have the courage to trust him and obey him no matter what's going on? If you want life at its best, you can just wrap it up in that. You want life at its best, trust him and obey him and leave all the consequences to him because he's going to take care of all the consequences of our obedience. In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley, helping you grow in Christ every day. Tomorrow morning at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. Word FM listeners, in this year radio commercial, I'm going to show you how the famous quote, two birds, one stone, should actually be four birds, one stone. I can see you're on the edge of your seat, but let's at least give it a try. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, and what we're seeing from families across the country is how One Stone, the cash-out refinance, is helping families four different ways. The cost of everything is currently crazy, which is spiking credit card debt, where interest rates are often three to five times higher than mortgage interest rates, which is why we're seeing family after family taking advantage of the fact that their home has skyrocketed in value and cashing out that newfound money to pay off the credit card monster, using leftovers on special purchases, setting a bit extra aside for future peace of mind, and the fourth positive is cleaning up debt improves your credit score, giving you better future options. If you're curious what a cash-out refinance would do for you, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Corp. Melville, New York. And a blessing 1330. That's the Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store, but then when you got to use it, it's not very absorbent? It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow Towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you. Their six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now, you can receive a six-piece set for only $49.99 with promo code WORD. Or go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. 
MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and have their 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set off MyPillow tiles, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, enter promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. That's 800-391-0954. Or visit MyPillow.com, promo code WORD. Treat your someone special to an unexpectedly special Valentine's Day with a gift from Trinity Jewelers. From their beautiful crosses, diamond, pearl, and gemstone collections, Mark Halgerman and the custom jewelry experts at Trinity Jewelers will help you find or create the perfect gift to express exactly how you feel. Visit trinityjewelers.com today or find them aboard the Gateway Clipper at the Word FM Valentine Date Night, February 10th. Trinity Jewelers, your trusted custom jeweler for over 50 years. Okay, here we are. Um, we've been talking about why are people so unhappy? What is the deal? Right. Um, and are we unhappier now than we've been in previous decades? Or is it just coming out more? Or maybe we just see, because phones are ubiquitous, we see video proof of it all the time, and so it makes us think that we're no, angry. I don't, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, of course, you know, you can always point to the, the obvious, which is social media. There's a platform for our rage where there never was in the past, right? It, it, you know, it, it always felt like, I don't know if there was, you know, in every neighborhood, there was kind of always like either the neighborhood busybody or the neighborhood crank. Right. Right. You know, that, that ball goes in the yard, you know you're not going to get it back. Right. That, that's, that was that guy's thing. It's like that multiplied by like 8 million, it feels. Right. That everyone's cranky. Um, I don't know. 800-320-8255. Why are people so unhappy? We'd like to have your insight into what we think is probably a a more amplified phenomenon. Let's go to the phones and talk to Jeff. Hey, Jeff, uh, join us. Give us your two cents. Hey, thanks for having me on, John and Kathy. I appreciate it very much. I listen to you guys pretty often on my drive home from work. But I think what we're looking at, and I don't know if you've paid, if you've heard of, or not, um, Jonathan Kahn, some of his latest books. He came out with The Harbinger, mm-hmm. and his latest one is Return of the Gods. Okay. Um, I would highly recommend. How do you, you spell his last that. name? It's uh, C O H E N. Okay. Jonathan, yeah, Jonathan Cohen. He's a Messianic Jew, um, but he has some really good insights, uh, biblical insights on what's actually going on in our country. And I think a lot of it stems from that. It's just a overall lawlessness. Uh, it's because our country has turned away from God. And you see that it started with a me generation and probably even prior to that. Sure. But um, just driving every day on the roads, you just see how much more um, people just don't care about the other drivers on the road. It's yeah. all about themselves that's what everybody is in tune to is is how can i get forward faster than the next guy right okay so then so then jeff your your prescription is what you're saying people are so unhappy why because they've turned away from god they've turned away from the bible i mean they've done it since i I started i was born in 63 so you know i mean that's when they took god out of the schools and that's the problem with the country. And people don't want to admit that this country was founded on Judeo-Christian principles. 
All right, I'll take that. Good phone call. Thanks, Jeff. 800-320-8255. Why are people so unhappy? We'd love to hear from you. Jeff says, of course, you know, the obvious thing is they take God out of society, right? God's gone, and then people get really super weird. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Uh, who's this, please? Uh, hi, this is Jim. Hi, hey, Jim. Jim. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's uh, Mine is always going to be probably worth two cents. But just from my observations, I, I do think that, you know, in this information society, we are finite human beings that don't really have the ability to take in the amount of information that is readily available. Yep. And most of it, I think that we go, you know, a thousand miles wide, a quarter inch deep. Yep. Yep. And You're so right. There's a, a lot of despair that can be there. Um, I, I have disciplined myself to uh, minimize uh, the amount of information I'm bringing in. I'm trying uh, to do a good job of being intentional in my neighborhood and in my area. Good for you. Because I can impact some things here, but I really can't. Not that I'm not going to be aware of what's going on in Ukraine and what's going on in other areas of of the world, but I I don't want to. I I, go, I too easily go to despair because yeah. there's things that I can't fix. And <laughs> yeah, I know yeah, that. I get that. No. I'm the same way with you. Uh, too easily in the despair. Yeah. And the despair can lead to hopelessness. The hopelessness in some ways can lead to anger. I mean, I think yes. you know, one follows the other. Yeah. And, and I think that's where when we have all this information, but nothing we can do about it. I think it, you know, in our human condition, it, it could lead to that anger that I see out there. Then, And that's what's out there. And I know that's not what, you know, our creator God wants us to be like that because he's our hope. And that's where I have to put my hope. And I can't fix everything, but I can maybe fix the situation that he's put before me today. Yeah. And I need to do a better job of that. Very Excellent good. call, Jim. I really, yeah, I really appreciate that. Very nice. 800-320-8255. Why are people so unhappy? Let's go back to the phones. And uh, Carol, you're live with Kath and myself. Uh, chime in, okay? Hi. 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 Nice to talk with you. You as well. On that note of the last caller, how I handle like an anger issue, like the man at the grocery store, mm-hmm. I will go over and say, can I pray with you now, please? Hmm. I have a lady at work that's taught me that in any situation. We come and she'll put hands on someone and we pray. We stop and pray regardless of the political situation of hmm. it. Okay. it. We won't let it be shut down. Yes, you, uh, yes, I've been afraid of situations like that when there's anger like that. But I'll go and say to them, how can I help you right now? Can we just pray right now to try to de-escalate what that man was feeling and to try to change his world and his outlook? Just a little bit of prayer. Approach the person yeah, yeah. because everyone feels so isolated now. That's bold. That's yeah. all. I, no, I appreciate that. You say that's all, but that's, that's an enormous thing, Gigantic. and it takes a lot of guts to do that. It sure does. So yeah, I, appreci- I appreciate but, what but you're doing. I, I, yeah, I've seen it in action at work all the time. Uh, it, it just anything escalating ever, you know, people will come together unexpected from from you don't know where they just four or five people will gather around and say, let's pray for you right now. That's fabulous. OK, what are so that. on a regular basis, right? Uh, a couple calls ago, um, 
someone suggested that you know when we when prayer was taken out of the schools in the sixties, you know, the Did country you? turned yep. away from God. Yeah, you know, I I know the reality of the, of prayer being taken out of schools, but I don't think the U.S. was doing a hot job uh, living up to our Christian calling before the sixties. I mean, look at what was happening in the southern part of the U.S. when it came to race relations. Yeah. I mean, it was a horror show. Uh, so I don't think that the sick to me, I don't think the 60s showed a, a, a terrible turning point. I think that it's just the sinful nature of humankind that is shown in this country in different ways. Every country has their thing. Mm -hmm. Every country has their whether it's uh, whether it's a, a genocide, whether it's a perpetual corruption, regardless of what it is, it's a thing. Ours is slavery, and we can never. It's like we can never escape it. Yep. We can never escape it. Um, and so the 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 brokenness between people of color and people not of color is so deep and profound. I think that's. Um, I think that's. That's part of it. That's part of it. I, I would also say this. My, my mom used to talk about this. She would say, you know, um, when she was a kid, even when she was you know first married, people would hang out on the porch. Right. They would they would port sit. And she said she said, I would remember clearly the invention of the television and that drove people inside. And we stopped talking to each other. Mm -hmm. We lost our sense of community because community became the electronic box. And we thought that we knew each other, but we really didn't. We be, I think the lack of community, the people yep. are so isolated totally and so lonely, yep. it creates quickly creates barriers, and we can easily point the finger at that guy. I don't know that guy. I'm not talking to that guy. I don't want to talk to that guy. Everyone's a stranger, so it's easier to build the walls. Yep, yep. I think you're right. And it's not just TV. You know what happened next? Hmm. Air conditioning. <laughs> so then nobody was outside on their porch. No, no, everyone's it's just inside. your family and my family are the only ones left that are on porches because we don't have air conditioning. <laughs> we need to step away for just a minute. Uh, this is the Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. It's the ride home. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Baby, it's cold outside. Baby, it's cold outside. Brr, isn't it chilly? Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse, snuggling up to a nice warm bowl of homemade soup. Winter on our farm means my brother Sam and his guys are trying to stay warm as they feed all the groups of cows, calves, and heifers out in the elements, milk the 100-cow herd twice a day, and handle all that comes with a working dairy farm, no matter what the weather is. Winter at the Springhouse store means a little slower pace, so it's a great time for our cooks to try out new main dishes, new sides, and new soup recipes like the one I'm enjoying, vegetarian chili. The bakers are even getting in on the act and trying new desserts, too, like chocolate cherry cordial. Stop by for lunch or supper and see what new creations they've come up with today. Good old-fashioned cooking featuring all-natural farm-fresh ingredients and lots of TLC. The Springhouse in 84 PA, 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store, but then when you got to use it, it's not very absorbent? It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow Towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you. Their six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, 
two hand towels, two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can receive a six-piece set for only $49.99 with promo code WORD. Or go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and have their 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set off MyPillow tiles, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, enter promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. That's 800-391-0954. Or visit MyPillow.com, promo code WORD. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk, and actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. If you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel, and natural gas is the fuel of the future and trading at record prices. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. Happy to tell you at the end of the four o'clock hour here that first off, the sun is shining. Mm. And second... And it's high in the sky. It's high in this very exciting. Second of all, it's National Dark Chocolate Day. Is it? And dark chocolate, John, I'm also even happier to say that it's been shown to have a number of health benefits. It'll reduce your risk of heart disease. It'll reduce your risk of stroke. Mm. It'll lower your blood pressure. It'll improve the way your brain functions as long as you're having a bit of chocolate that's 70% or higher to get the most health benefits. And so my question for you is your favorite way to ingest dark chocolate, because I already know you like it. My favorite way? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll eat anything that has dark chocolate on it. I'd eat a roof shingle if it had dark chocolate on it. <laughs> okay. okay, funny you bring this up, because today a box arrived on our front porch. My brother-in-law's mother in Aberdeen, South Dakota, every Christmas she makes dark chocolate turtles <gasps> and every year we get ourselves a hefty box from south dakota are you kidding me and it arrived a little late but it, it came this morning we didn't open it up we just we, yeah, a little happy dance there in the kitchen when i pulled that in off the porch so i know i've got maybe 60 <gasps> 70 it's a big box you've got to be mm-hmm. joking yeah oh yeah it's gigantic very okay, much. so that's a great way. Mrs. Vandover. God Thank bless you, you, Mrs. Vandover. That is super exciting. Yeah. Okay, I would bring up uh, chocolate-covered pretzels. Oh, yeah. But only dark chocolate-covered pretzels. I'm not interested not in a milk chocolate-covered pretzel. No, wait a second. If it was 10 sweet. o'clock at night. Nope. 10 o'clock at night and you had like, wait, come on. Nope. I, nope. 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 Because it's not worth the calories. Really? I'm, but a dark chocolate pretzel. Dark chocolate. Bring is. it. I would like to bring up the Mounds Bar. Mm-hmm. Where were we? Oh. Oh, I know. We were at friend's house the other night, and they had these little these little chocolate, dark chocolate balls. And she, and my friend said, "Oh, they're kind of like a Mounds bar." <laughs> like, say no more. Yeah, exactly. Show me the way. Yeah, I'd like to bring up a peppermint patty. Mm-hmm. 
Lovely. Also delicious. Yeah. And I think coffee ice cream with dark chocolate in it. I'll it take could it. be a swirl. Sure. It could be a chip. Maybe a chunk, mm-hmm. something like that. When you mix dark chocolate and coffee, yep. that is great. What about if it was in a cake? Lovely. A, ch- a dark chocolate cake with coffee in it. But you do know that as you reject milk chocolate, there are also those who reject dark chocolate. I know, but I, you feel, know that. I feel badly for those people because they don't want to be happy. Different strokes. That's all it is. But you have to know that dark chocolate is the superior of the two. It just is. It is so In every conceivable way. rich. Mm. It's so much more substantial yeah. than milk chocolate. Yeah. How about dark chocolate pudding? Is that a thing? I wish it was. Yeah, if it nice. ever existed, I would eat it. Dark chocolate pudding. Mm-hmm. All right, that's our 5 o'clock hour. We're taking a quick break. Regroup for the... F- that's, that's the 4 o'clock hour. Now we're going to regroup. regroup five. <laughs> yeah. Upside down there, my times. I'd right, stay with us, no matter what the hour is. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh on your smart speaker by saying play the word Pittsburgh and on your phone via the Word FM mobile app iHeart TuneIn and Odyssey Come. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Winter storm is causing havoc across the southern states. It's expected to be sunny in the plains and most of the west, but forecasters warn a series of storms loaded with ocean moisture will continue from Texas to the Carolinas today, with bands of rain, freezing rain, sleet and snow in store from Texas to the east coast. Over a 1,000 flights have already been canceled. Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders declared a state of emergency. In Texas, Governor Greg Abbott urged people to stay off the road as emergency responders rushed to hundreds of collisions. At least two people have died. As correspondent Jennifer King reporting, the FBI is conducting a planned search of President Biden's Rehoboth Beach, Delaware home, taking a look for more possible classified documents that may be in his possession. More and more jobs opening up despite fears of recession. According to the latest report, employers are still robust in their hiring plans. On Wall Street right now, the Dow up 35 points. This is SRN News. The bigger your 401k, the better your retirement, right? Wrong. The fact is, with proposed new taxes, another market crash, inflation, and rising health care costs, you could be forced to downsize your retirement. Discover the secret savvy investors are turning to for retirement security. A new 401k law that unlocks an ingenious retirement protection plan that could protect your savings from inflation and a stock market downturn while boosting your retirement income as much as 40%. It's all laid out in simple language in a new book from Josh Melberg. His insightful guide is your roadmap to retiring with confidence and it's yours free with one call don't risk a lifetime of work building your retirement this little known retirement protection plan could safeguard your wealth and boost your retirement up to 40 percent for your free copy of guarantee your retirement by josh melberg call now call 800-337-8051 that's 800-337-8051 800-337-8051 Late summer this year, you can join Alistair Begg on a fascinating Mediterranean cruise. One of my favorite places to visit is Corfu, Greece, to soak in stunning views of whitewashed churches and thatched-roofed windmills in what is essentially a scenic playground. Then, the privilege of turning to the Bible to gain new insights from the history of the storied location and to discover again how Scripture gains fresh meaning when we're moving in this part of the world. Join Alistair Begg for a -a once-in-a-lifetime Mediterranean cruise. Immerse yourself in the wonder of some of the world's most famous cathedrals, museums, and works of art. 
We'll be sailing on Norwegian Cruise Line's newest ship, the luxurious Viva. For details, log on to deeperfaithcruise.com. Then call 855-565-5519 to join. 855-565-5519. Inspiration Cruises and Tours is a trusted partner of Salem Media Group. Good Housekeeping just released its list of 65 New Year's resolutions to make you a better and happier you. They're good things, but no surprise. Not one of them includes worship. Why not resolve to get to know the Creator, the one who knows you inside and out? This is Pastor Tom Hall of First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown. Join us Sundays at 1045. This year, resolve to come back to church. Relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. Patchy clouds expected overnight. We'll see an overnight low of 19. Intervals of clouds and sunshine tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll see a high of 38. Tomorrow night, the start of an Arctic blast. It'll be rather cloudy and colder, becoming breezy late with a couple of flurries. The low getting down to 11. Partly sunny skies expected Friday. It'll be breezy and much colder with a high of only 17. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Lovely, beautiful, gorgeous day. It's all, the sun shining changes everything, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Mm-hmm, very, very I didn't nice. know if you were waiting for me to assent or you were just kind of throwing that out. No, I was, I was waiting for your agreement. Yes, I mean, John. Yes, thank you. Yes, That's everything you just said is correct. Thank you. No. You could record that, Lex, me saying that, and just play it, like, repeatedly throughout the day. Duly noted. Essential time. Dark chocolate and the sun shining. I mean, holy smokes, it doesn't mm-hmm. get much better than that. I thought, you you know, you, you walked out during the break. I thought you were, like, headed to get, like, a, a peppermint batty. No, sadly, just going down the hall to use the facilities. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing Quite as exciting to, as a peppermint okay. patty. You used to have chocolate in your office that you would always generously share with me. Of course, yeah. you know, I never reciprocated. But then I weighed more than that. I weighed more than <laughs> trying to fit in my pants mm-hmm. it's a significant adjustment i've had to make since the holidays you know? what really oh yeah really oh yeah are you you're not engaging in any sort of extracurricular eating activities no. nothing you when's when do you eat uh late i eat when i get to work mm-hmm. and then i have dinner when i get home and i'm trying That's to it, you're done that, yeah and then i'm done i was thinking about jack lalane remember jack lalane no i remember what? the name though you don't remember jack lalane huh oh he was like the original exercise guru Oh, okay. He was like this, you know, svelte little guy, and he always wore kind of like a, a zipper-up jumpsuit. That must have been good. And uh, I, I mean, he was like, you know, when when TV was black and white, there was Jack LaLanne, and he had this little sort of exercise program. 
and it always looked pretty easy. It kind of looked like, you know, like exercise for seniors right, in a way. Right, on, on uh, Channel 13. But he lived to be like, you know, in his 90s. And I remember reading about Jack LaLanne. I mean, I think he had gyms and things like that, you know, health spas and whatnot. He was, you know, the sort of like early proponent of okay. mainstream exercise. Before Jane Fonda and Richard oh, Simmons. Yeah. And... Way before that. 50s, 60s, Jack LaLanne. Yeah, look him up sometime. Wow. Um, anyway, uh, he would always say, I never snack. I eat my meals, and that's all I eat. And I thought, he's the thing as a kid. Yeah, You're crazy. That's tragic, right? <laughs> really? How about a bag of chips, Jack? Yeah, I mean, good grief. Jack LaLanne. Yeah, I mean, uh, anyway, um, I'm looking at the, today's newspaper. Who's that? Oh, I was talking to some friends the other day, and we were bemoaning the fact that you can't get the newspaper delivered anymore. I mean, I pay to get it. Like, you, can't, uh, you can't get the PG you, delivered? You can, but good luck getting it. Oh, getting actually, it. getting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend gets the um, he, he gets the New York Times, uh, everything but the Sunday edition. He said maybe it shows up once or twice throughout the week, and he you pay good and money for that. For it, you know how much it costs the, the New York Times, uh, the daily paper. I, I was gonna say a dollar twenty-five. But Three bucks. Really? The daily paper. The weekend paper. Yeah. Fifteen. What? Mm-hmm. I, I, so he subscribes for the weekly or the daily. I get the weekend, the just the Sunday, Sunday times. Yeah. It, it's hit or miss. I, I was going to say, does yours come? Hit or miss. You know, maybe 50% of the time, maybe. And I, I hate to say it, it makes my, it makes my so Sunday. So who's, who's supposed to bring it? Some guy? Yeah. You know, delivery guys. Yeah. So. Well, like everything, I think it's probably hit or miss, you know, if they have enough delivery people to do that, to be the paper boy, so to speak. And I think probably it's so spotty that the the route drivers being new probably don't know the neighborhoods. So you may not get it because the guys like ruined everything kind of things. Things just don't work. Yeah, I guess, you know, we sort of took it for granted that things worked pretty good. At least we thought they did, right? Things worked pretty good before. And then all of a sudden there's been a breakdown in the system. Will we ever go back, I wonder, to like... I don't know. You know? I don't know. I, don't, I, can't, I still can't figure out why an apparent swath of society doesn't have to work anymore. Well, for, uh, I saw today that the unemployment rate is at 4%. That's, that's darn low. It, but how can that be? How can the what's not I, what is not counted in that number? Because why is it that the people are no longer filing unemployment benefits? So a large group of people are no longer working. Okay. Period. Period. So the so they've decided they don't have to work anymore. So How people they make who that used work? to work in restaurants or hotels or people who were nurses or people who were teachers or whatever uh, occupations have been vacated oh, since the pandemic. None of those people. They moved on to other, maybe better paying jobs, or they've retired, or they maybe have had a nest egg, or or I I, I don't know. Okay, so. They're getting a government check. So Mad Max closed, the original Mad Max location on Atwood Street in Oakland after 30 years. It's a little tiny place. And I. Right in the corner of Atwood. I I, I bet you I ate there a hundred times. Yeah. I mean, it was just my go-to place. Wait, the last time we ate at Mad Max? Was in in the midst of the pandemic. Yeah, we sat out uh, on the corner there, which is not a, a, an inspired place to sit outside. We were just happy to eat out. 
I mean, right across the street, there was like, you know, piles of garbage. Right. There's I mean, exhaust. It's, it's Oakland. And, yeah. It's Oakland. But we sat out there and, you know, had some wings and, you know, whatever. We had a burrito. That was the last time. That's probably been a year and a half. Whenever I think of Mad Max. Of course. I, I knew. <laughs> you and the chicken wings. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think of being there with my husband. And I, we would always go there Fridays after work. And I would get a small plate of chicken wings. (laughs) So that was your treat. That was my treat. Mm -hmm. That was like on a Friday. Well, we ended up there on a weeknight. It was a night other than a Friday. And the waitress comes over and says, okay, we have a special tonight. It's 10 cent wings. You a college student then? No, I was, we already married. Okay. So I said, oh, okay, great. 10 cent wings. And she says, uh, I said, okay, I want wings. She said, how many do you want? I panicked because I was like, no, wait a minute. I always just get a small plate of wings. Yeah. Like, I don't know how many wings are on there. So I said, seven. And the waitress said, seven. She got mad. You want seven wings. You're ordering seven wings? It's 70 cents. And a a glass of water. My husband was like, just give her 10. (laughs) A buck. That's what I was thinking. What would those wings cost now? What would seven wings probably probably cost seven dollars? Yeah, you're probably right. Right. Anyway, uh, so they closed Mm -hmm. Mad Max because, but the other locations are open. Yes, but why they closed the Oakland location? They couldn't find enough people to work there. When we have clients here at Word FM, we often do lunches. You know, take yeah. There are there's ten percent of the restaurants that were used to be open for lunch are open for lunch now. Ten percent. 10% 10% because they can't find enough people to work lunch. I mean, I just can't figure out where everybody is. Well, look, I mean, I, I know what it is to be a waiter. You can make it, depending upon the location and the and the quality of the restaurant, you can make a decent living. You really could. But lower places, oftentimes it was a second job for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Or you weren't making a whole lot of money. So why would you want to work 40 hours a week for not a whole lot of money when you could work someplace else and make look UPMC what are they, is that 18, 18 bucks an hour? an hour 18 bucks an hour just walking in the door at UPMC well why wouldn't you want to work there as opposed to working at Mad Max and making right. minimum wage and or, or less than that as a waiter to and tips yeah right why wouldn't you want to do that? Okay, do I sound spoiled saying that? Do I no, sound like no. I just want all my needs met? We're straddling just, two worlds yeah, here. I'm just I'm just thinking that we had we had a vibrant restaurant scene in Pittsburgh which has fallen on really hard times mm-hmm. because you just there aren't enough people. So there are enough people who still want to go to restaurants but not enough people that want to work in restaurants. Right. There it's, it's this, a hard job. It is a hard job. You know that. Everybody still wants to fly. But there aren't enough people who are working at airlines. So we have the same, we have this similar problem in a lot of areas. I, I just think it's really sad. Yeah, and maybe it's because of just really bad customer behavior over a lot of years that whoever's in the service industry is like, you know what, I'm out. Okay, now this is an unpopular opinion, but look at the southern border. People want to work. Yeah, that's a good point. Right? People do want to work. They're, they're standing there, you know, trying to sneak into the country or whatever, you you know, coming in. People do want to work. But not everybody wants to work, I guess. Not like the old days. The good old days. Right? Those were the days. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Take a break. All right. Coming up next. If you've signed up for some kind of accountability service on your computer... 
Um, is there a hidden cost of that? Let's talk about when Christian ethics are sabotaged. We'll talk about that next on The Ride Home. Stay with us. 101.5 WORD. There's a unique pain that boys can go through when they don't have a father in their life to help mold and shape them as they grow up. And Rollins C. Warren understands that all too well. The kids have a hole in their soul in the shape of their dad. And if a father is unable or unwilling to fill that hole, it can leave a wound that's not easily healed. And so, you know, for much of my life, I was a wounded soul. Single mothers raising sons of promise. Next time on Family Life Today with David Ann Wilson. Tomorrow morning at 9 on 101.5 Word FM WORD. What if I told you you can save a baby's life for just $28? Well, it's true. Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant girls and women who otherwise might choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a click or phone call away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or you can do it safe and secure online by clicking on the preborn banner at wordfm.com. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store, but then when you got to use it, it's not very absorbent? It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow Towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you. Their six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors. And right now, you can receive a six-piece set for only $49.99 with promo code WORD. Or go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and have their 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set off MyPillow tiles, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, enter promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. That's 800-391-0954. Or visit MyPillow.com, promo code WORD. What if, instead of focusing on how students can serve the market, educators focused on how schools can serve students? Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills invites you to discover what a classical Christian education can offer your child. Saturday, February 4th from 10 to 1130. Meet the teachers, tour the school, enjoy brunch, and get all your questions answered about the holistic approach to education that works with the grain of your child's God-given curiosity. For more information, visit trinitychristian.net. I think like a lot of people, I am a child of the movies. My early memories of the movies are, are going to the movies with my parents. Or, <laughs> even more so, going to the drive-in with my entire family and my grandparents all in one car. I mean, talk about 11 people stuffed into a car. I don't know how we did it, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> but we went to the movies. We grew up on the movies. And, I mean... Early, early, you know, uh, with, with a girlfriend in high school, we would go to the movies. My wife and I, the first date with my wife, my wife and I saw a double feature in Manhattan. She's a movie person, too. So now our kids are movie lovers as well. 
But it's difficult to watch a lot of movies today because, of course, you know, the ubiquitous sex, violence, language. I mean, it's everywhere. It's just it's a reflection of the culture. Uh, As a side note, you, you know, you can get filters primarily, you know, run by well-meaning, good Christians who will filter out, and you can choose the things, you know, the sex, the violence, the drugs, the the language and whatnot. I remember years ago when the the internet first exploded, we had internet in our house, and we put a filter on, you know, just a, a filter to keep make sure our kids were, were, were good. They were little kids. But I remember, you know, early on sitting down at the computer and searching for Babe Ruth, and the computer rejected the search because, of course, it thought that I was looking for babes, right. not Babe Ruth. Right. And in many ways, that's the problem with well-meaning filters. Cap Stewart's back with us. Cap's been a guest on our show over the years. Uh, he's the author of Personal Purity Isn't Enough, The Long-Forgotten Secret to Making Scriptural Entertainment Choices. And he's here to talk to us about the hidden cost of filtering sexual content. Cat, welcome back. John and Kathy, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's always a privilege, and I'm glad to be here. Thank you, Cap. All right, Cap. So let's talk about John, uh, his experience first, just with the yeah. it, it's a difficult thing to maneuver. And then we'll talk maybe about <laughs> a, a larger perspective on what it does sure. to our heads when we filter content. So um, you, heard, you heard John's story. What do you say about Babe Ruth? Yes. Yes. You know, I actually also had a filtering service. I remember when I was younger, it was not as technologically savvy as what's available today. I think it, it mostly was dealing with um, language because it would just read the closed captioning, you know, ahead and it would mute whatever words we wanted to do. And um, and so sometimes, yeah, like if it was a religious programming, if they use the Lord's name not in vain, it would still block that out because like, oh, there, there's a curse word. And so, you know, it was cutting out things that it didn't need to cut out. Um, but so I have experience with doing uh, doing that as well. Yeah. So, I mean, the intent, of course, is good and honorable, isn't it? Not, I mean, Cap, you know, I mean, to to watch modern entertainment today, it's an absolute cesspool. So it would be good if there was a a quality aid there to help you along with this, but there is a price to pay, isn't there? There is. And, you know, generally speaking, I I think, you know, if if someone were to say using a filtering service is just flat out wrong, I would say that is flat out wrong. That's that's an overgeneralization that's not true. There, There are legitimate uses for using a filtering service to block out certain content that is not appropriate for you or for your family. And what what I am trying to help people realize is that when it comes particularly, and you know, th- this is a, an issue that I would say overall evangelicals are on board with. Like, I think we all recognize we live in a pornified society and, and, and hypersexualized content has affected, you know, video games, music videos, uh, TV shows, movies, uh, even commercials. And so, so we're aware this is an issue, and we're aware that this stuff pops up in the entertainment choices that we, you know, are trying to decide between. And so the problem there comes in with the fact that it's, it's different to block out hypersexualized content as opposed to, say, violence, because, you know, when actors shoot a violent scene, the blood isn't real, the death didn't actually happen, when an actor fell, there was a mad to catch him, so on and so forth. Like, nobody was hurt in the filming of that scene. But when you get to hypersexualized, pornified content, you have men and women made in the image of God who are being objectified. And whether they did that scene willingly or they were coerced or whatever the case may be, from a Christian perspective, there was a violation that took place there. And so then if I you know, decide I want to see a movie with that material in there, 
if I rent it or stream it and skip through that scene, I might keep my heart pure. That's great. But I just patronized a product that Hollywood says, oh, he wanted that. He want more of that. So we're going to keep doing that. And then and suddenly I'm becoming a part of the problem, even as I'm talking about how I hate the problem. Mm. OK, that makes sense. Um, I hadn't <laughs> thought of that. But what so how do you then address the problem? How do you I mean, there's the problem two problems like trying to resolve it. Yeah, I mean, there's two problems. OK, the first problem is my problem. The second problem right. is the is, you know, the message I'm sending to. Uh, entertainment companies. Right. My consumerist right. approach, right? Right. right. And by right. trying right. to filter, I think I'm trying to be safe, but at the same time, I'm allowing the product to continue to be developed and sold. Right, right. So what and do you so do about I, that? I think, sure. Well, you know, I always try to be very careful. I, I don't want to say, okay, all Christians should do X, Y, Z. And sure, any sure, deviation sure. from that means you're being, you know, immoral. But I think it's helpful to recognize a Christian ethic has two prongs based on what Jesus said, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, love your neighbor as yourself. And so I think the Christian community is really good about the first one. We're really, you know, we're, we want to make sure that we aren't putting things before us that would be a stumbling block to us. And a lot of what my writing is designed to do is to help folks realize, you know, we need to be careful that we make sure we consider that second command as well, love your neighbor as yourself. And and so, um, so like, you know, Jesus from the parable of the Good Samaritan shows us your neighbor is basically anyone you have interaction with. It's not just the folks who live next door or the folks you're related to. Any kind of transaction, whether it's small or great, like they are your neighbor in some form or fashion. And so you want to make sure that you're having their needs in mind when you're making your decisions. Yeah. And the, the, a potential problem um, with a filtering service is that it can encourage us without the proper safeguards to just think wholly from a consumerist standpoint. And the consumer is all about what's in it for me. How does this affect me? Am I okay? Well, then that's all the considerations. And we're treating um, entertainment almost like it's this um, impersonal object when there are real men and women on the other side of the screen creating this material for us to watch. That's complex, isn't it, Cap? Yeah, yeah, it is. So there's no easy solution here, right? Because, you know, I mean, you choose one path and... Uh, there's no easy solution. I mean, and of course, you don't want to be a Luddite and just step away from all all video, all entertainment. You want to exist in the world. At the same time, I mean, I, I know people that, you know, the only thing that they watch is Christian content. And that's a very right. narrow bandwidth as well. Yes, yes, it definitely is. Yeah. And, well, you know, I guess one thing that has helped me as I have developed my principles and practices is just recognizing, okay, um, entertainment well, I wholeheartedly agree that in and of itself, like movies and film, t TV show, like th these are gifts from God. Um, they can be abused, just like any of God's gifts. Um, but they're also like they aren't essential, right? You know, and, and if I want to have a more kind of a, a, a fair trade approach as a consumer to movies, then I need to consider, okay, so what was in this film? Um, you know, were people um, dehumanized and objectified? And if so, then I need to think through, like, how am I going to approach this? And what I typically try to do is, okay, I'm either going to deny my desire to see that just outright because I don't want to be a part of it, or maybe I'll delay it. Like, I won't go to see it in the theaters, um, but when it comes out on DVD, then I can take it and skip the scene like I normally would. But that way, um, I mean, like like a used copy of the DVD or from the library or something. And that way I'm not telling Hollywood 
hey, I like this, and eventually I'll see it, but um, but then then I'm not contributing to financially. I'm not contributing to to the process, and that's that's those are some of the practices that I have yeah. to try to avoid being a party to that. Because what I don't want to do is be like you know be like a guy complaining my heating and air isn't working in the house, but I have my front door and back door open the whole time, and you know, I'm contributing to the problem. I don't want to contribute to the problem. I wanna I would prefer to to um, you know, just rein in my rights a little bit and make sure that I am loving my neighbor as myself effectively and honoring God with just my small, meager, you know, I, I don't watch a ton of movies. I, I'm not going to make or break a movie, but at the same time, I'm not going to make or break a, uh, a pastoral staff's, um, you know, budget with my, with right. my uh, tithe. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, um, when I pay a, a tip, I'm not going to supply the entire a salary for uh, for a for a waiter or my you know, composting I, isn't going to change the ecological world, <laughs> but still it does right. something, right? And, but it right. does something. Well, but here's here's my let me interrupt you for a minute, Cap, because sure, sure. I I encourage you in what you're doing, and I I definitely want to give you honor, uh, like on. Well, I just want to say you know, good for you on that. My only thing is <laughs> you have to know. What about if you don't know what you're watching until you're in the middle of well, watching it? Well, you should it? know. You should. How do you know? Well, come on. I mean, uh, don't you read or, or before you watch? Never. I always do. Oh, you do. Okay, so maybe that maybe that's <laughs> one way to do in. it. You know what you're walking into. I don't know what I'm wa- walking into. Cap, do you, exactly, do you, yeah. you, re- you read reviews and whatnot? I'm, I, I'm fairly research intensive. So, yeah, especially since I write about this, I want to be extra yeah. careful and make sure that I know what's in the film before I go see it. Right. Yeah. Now, now, but Cap, now to say DVD, you're essentially saying you're you're old school because, you know, the majority of people are now, they're not using DVDs. No, they're streaming. streaming. No. But if I, but streaming, yes, and that's yes. what I, I, did I say DVD? No, but Cap Oh, did. No, oh I, Cap did. I, I oh, did yeah. oh, right. Okay. I, did. I didn't, I thought he said Cap. Um, yeah, because most of us are streaming. Most of us are streaming. Right. So, how do you do that? I mean, are there streaming services that are, just, you know, that are Christian streaming services, yeah. so to speak? What's that like? Well, sure. Yeah. Like, you know, to, to what? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm giving him a sour ball look because I'm like, okay, the Christian streaming service already. I'm like, I just know in my heart I hate that. <laughs> Which is, I know well, it's no, a horrible I, thing to say, but no, Cap, you know not. what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm trying course. to be honest. I, I know what you're talking about. I, I know, and I, I, I have to worry, or, or I, I have to be careful about my the cynical chip, chip on my shoulder sometimes, just because of the history of of Christian involvement in film and whatnot. But, um, you know, VidAngel is probably the most popular filtering service available right now, and then their partner, VidAngel Studios, of course, produces The Chosen and other you know, oh, that's solid content. Sure. Um, and so, like, like I respect them and and admire what they're trying to do. Um, but like as far as with the streaming, you know, I primarily if I were to use VidAngel or a service like that, it would be to cut out uh, the hypersexualized content. But then you get into the situation of, well, now I'm becoming a party of something that I'm directly opposed sure. to as a Christian and also as a writer. And I just I just don't want to do that. So I think that my entertainment is much less important than me loving my neighbor as myself. And that might mean sometimes just skipping. And I have sometimes skip, you know. A TV show comes out, a streaming service comes out, or not not a service, but like a, a show from a streaming service. I'm really interested in it, and I find out, oh, shoot, there's some of this stuff in there. Well, I'm not going to be a party to that. If it does come out on DVD, not all streaming shows do, but some do, well, then, yeah, then I can maybe buy a used copy or get it from the library. Otherwise, I'm just going to forego it because I'd prefer in my heart to be faithful with the little that mm-hmm. God has given me. Right. Yeah. I'm not responsible for everybody else. Yeah. It's not. I'm not responsible for 
making a, a movie fail at the box office just because I don't go, but I can be faithful with what he's given me. Sure. And that, right. you know, that's, you. that, 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 that helps me. So Cap, do you, do you have kids? I do. Yes. We have the uh, four children. How's that work? It well, they're, they're all they're all really young, <laughs> so we haven't gotten into that uh, that situation yet with with them. Uh, it's more for me and my wife, where we are, you know, as we're evaluating what we want to watch. Sure. Um, and and we'll eventually get there with our with our uh, yes, three girls and our boys. They grow up, but <laughs> yeah, yes, you will. But, but we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Yeah. And, and that'll be that'll be a battle, won't it? I mean, that'll be a difficult thing it because will. I mean, here yeah. comes but the culture. You, but all you can do is be faithful where you are. Right. Right. And you, right. you know, you can't you right. can't look ahead and figure out what you're going to be like when you have teenage kids because you don't have teenage kids. So, you know, you just pray, you just you just know that you can count that God's going to be faithful when you do have teenage kids and then you're going to have yeah. to figure it out. Cap, you're an interesting guy. If people want to find out more about you, obviously you're writing, uh, producing. Where can they go? Uh, probably uh, the easiest is just uh, my name, capstuart.com. That links to my other stuff uh, out on the web, but uh, they can they can find my writing there and um, and I try to update my my blogs uh, at least on occasion and um yeah print for other uh, other publications and uh trying to work on some book proposals and seeing if i can get the get a bite uh in, in that direction so we'll, we'll we'll see where the lord leads fabulous we'll, we'll keep it up cap we're fans of yours i mean uh blessings to you on this journey it, it, you're very strong and very faithful we appreciate hearing your encouragement as you try to make some sense of this weird media landscape we're living in right now <laughs> well thank you and i'm grateful for you too and always enjoy talking with you so thanks for for the dialogue i really do appreciate it cap stewart of vocational calling assumes that there is a caller and of course at grove city college they know that the caller is the living god at grove city they're committed to helping us pursue god's vision for your life and believe that you will be charged as you find the sense and purpose in the working world. That is at the core of what Grove City does. The caller is there. The faculty, the staff, the students are all involved in that calling. Mm -hmm. So when a student sees that website and reads that, I'm hoping that there's a change, that there's a difference, thinking that there's some, that there's some, force outside my house, my family, my school, who cares about my future, who's invested in my future. Yep. And so even if someone um, doesn't believe in God, is that a comfort to know that with all the options there are in the world, with all the places that I could go to school, with all the things that I could study, with, is there somebody who can direct me? And the faculty at Grove City College believe that God is that director. And... Um, I've seen through my family, faculty members who have helped my kids understand that, um, that they're listening to God, the faculty is, my kids are listening to God, and they're working together to pursue um, a big and bold future. The calling is yours. Grove City College, gcc.edu. My six-year-old nephew got his first Bible for Christmas this year. He raised the Bible over his head in celebration, and as he did, caught his mom on the bridge of her nose leaving us considering stitches. Hebrew says that the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword, but I don't think this is what that meant. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, and we'd like to slam you in the head with an important word as well. Many experts believe that even with interest rates higher, this year should be a better year to buy a home. Inventory should go up, competition over homes has come down, allowing prices to stabilize, closing cost concessions from the seller are back in play, making it for many a good time to finally find that dream home while it's available 
with the strategy to refinance once rates settle. If your family is thinking new home, we hope you'll remember us, our direct lender advantage, and that we provide a $1,000 lender credit at closing, a big thing my nephew would definitely celebrate. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Corp. Melbourne, New York. And a blessing for 1330. That's Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. Discover the magnificence of the Mediterranean with Alistair Bay and our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Nine life-changing days of powerful worship, Bible study, and history. Sign up now. DeeperFaithCruise.com. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Patchy clouds expected overnight. We'll see an overnight low of 19. Intervals of clouds and sunshine tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll see a high of 38. Tomorrow night, the start of an Arctic blast. It'll be rather cloudy and colder, becoming breezy late with a couple of flurries. The low getting down to 11. Partly sunny skies expected Friday. It'll be breezy and much colder with a high of only 17. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. makes sense does what makes sense apple juice if you're four if you're four years old it makes sense mm-hmm. and wasn't there a time in your life when you had like gigantic containers of apple juice yes mm-hmm, which is yeah. what made me think of it i was in the word fm refrigerator the other day there's a little bottle of apple juice uh-huh i drank it and it wasn't bad. I, did, I wasn't pining for it. I wanted to try it because it had probably been... 15 years since you probably had Probably so. Yeah. It was fine. It wasn't like, oh, that was refreshing. <laughs> oh, you know why? <laughs> because it doesn't really make sense. Well, now, wait when a second. Wait, when there's apple cider in the world... Very nice. Apple cider is excellent. Apple cider is like... 1,500 times better than apple juice. Yeah, it's I not agree. like it's slightly better no. or no, it's a little bit. It's like it's the difference between mm-hmm. throwing a bullet and shooting it. <laughs> like apple cider is awesome. Yep. Is great. One of perhaps one of the earth's greatest beverages. I can't argue with you. Apple juice? Is that a filtering process? Just filtered more. The apple's the juice so. is filtered, 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 I filtered. I think so, but I'm not it, sure. I, I should look at the difference. You would think so, right? Because the apple cider is just. Cloudy. And so delicious Mm -hmm. and full flavored and everything. And apple juice is nothing. You know what, John? The bottom line is apple juice doesn't make sense. Okay, well, forget about those people advertising on the ride home. (laughs) No apple juice here. We're just going to say no to the apple juice. Okay, does this make sense? Going to the gym. Oh. You want to go to the gym? Mm. Now, look, you want to exercise. Sure, you want to be healthy. But if you belong to the gym, Mm -hmm. especially if you're working, you got to pack your gym bag. Yes. You got to bring a change of clothes, depending upon the quality of the gym. You've also got to bring a towel, your soap, your shampoo, your flip flops for the sh- the floor, the filthy, disgusting shower. Then the machines themselves. But you're gross. So does going okay. to the gym? Is that a good? I mean, because no. I used to belong to a gym. Did you ever belong? Are to you a gym? asking me if that makes sense? Yeah, does that, make that sense? does not make sense. That does not make sense. It is so much easier to exercise at home. Yeah. 
and so much cheaper. <laughs> you got that right. It's. I mean, you can exercise at home for free. Yeah. Then, then go. I, I know. I, yeah. I. John, going to a gym doesn't make sense. Here's how long ago it's been since I've, I've been to a gym. I drove by the other day. They tore it down. <laughs> <laughs> My wife and I were driving by. We're like, oh, there's our gym. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> Guess we're not going. It's just one more excuse. I can't go to the gym now because no, they, they tore, tore it down. down. <laughs> it's a lot easier to open YouTube. I wanted to make sense. Like I want apple juice to make sense. But yeah, going to the gym, it doesn't, doesn't make sense. It. 101.5 WORD. I was sitting there and I seen the ultrasound and I just seen the baby. And at that moment, I wanted to keep the baby. She said they go to heartbeat. You've heard that seeing is believing. That's certainly true when it comes to pregnancies. It's been shown that abortion-minded women who see their babies on an ultrasound are likely to have that baby. Today, you can provide a free ultrasound for a pregnant woman for just $28, the cost to save the life of a baby. So whether you want to save one or five or hundreds of babies, Word FM and Preborn are here to help. Call today, 833-850-BABY, or go to wordfm.com. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store, but then when you got to use it, it's not very absorbent? It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow Towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you. Their six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now, you can receive a six-piece set for only $49.99 with promo code WORD. Or go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and have their 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set off MyPillow tiles, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, enter promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. That's 800-391-0954. Or visit MyPillow.com, promo code WORD. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the calls would stop, the threats would stop. It was easy like, uh... One, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at SecularLawFirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. The question box. Yeah. Now, it hasn't made an appearance on the ride long home in time, quite a while. This is a, uh, for those of you watching online, uh, it's this uh, acrylic box, mm-hmm. and it's just filled with questions, and we keep it here kind of like, here we go. 
There it is. Just this little acrylic thing. And it has uh, it has questions in it. And they're for, you know, conversation and yeah. frivolity and such. Now, you would think that, you know, that fine question box yeah. would have cost us a lot. Yeah. Like, we went out shopping yeah, for like, that specifically. Is, is hearty, you know. But you know what? We found that question box at Dumpster Diving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are and not it, too and, proud to and admit And John it. and I didn't dumpster dive just once. Oh, no. Uh, there was a uh, there was an ad agency across the hall here, mm-hmm. long since gone. Remember Johnny? Yeah, I loved Johnny. Yeah, those Didn't guys even know were Johnny's good. last name. Nope. really loved Johnny. A lot. Um, they, they were int- they were ad- they were ad guys. Yeah, always had something fun, interesting, weird to offer to us. You know, and when they moved out, they threw all their stuff oh, it, my away. Gosh. And it was we, like a playhouse they, they threw away. We went out and just thanks you guys rescued a lot. We're down by the elevators, going check this out. So. Yeah, that's where this question box came from. Okay, you got a question? Yeah, I'm going to the question box, and right. I have this for you. Okay. Would you, John Hall, be likely to survive alone in the wilderness? Oh, oh, listen. <laughs> uh, like, I'm like laughing, asking the question. I watch a show that's specifically this show. Really? This question. Yeah, I forget what it's called. It's streaming. Okay. And I think it ran on, like, maybe the history. It's one of those, you know, cable channels. And they, they take people who... I'm sure, you know, you have to be vetted, who have a modicum of survivalist skills. And they drop them down, like, somewhere in the middle of nowhere. And I think you can take, like, five things with you. Like a flint, you know, a fishing, you know, instrument, a hook, something like that. Like the basics. And it's men and women. And then they have, like, these little cameras because then they show these people, and whoever survives the season wins a substantial amount of money, like $500,000. That's so disturbing. These poor people. I mean, the I, the first early on, like, the, the I think I watched, I, I wish I knew the name of this place. There was a guy, like, the first episode, he, like, had a panic attack, and they had to come get him. That they, would be me. Yeah, yeah. Lexi, you know this? Is it alone? Is that what you're talking about? I'm not sure even what it's called, but it's, it's the same sort of scenario, yeah, right? Yeah, and I know what you're talking about. It's on Netflix if you want to stream it. Yeah, but... I'm watching it. That might be that it is, alone, mm-hmm. right? And the guy has like, he thinks he's having heart palpitations yes. first episode. First episode, and he's like, i got to press the button. Yeah. i got to go. Someone's coming get me. But then there's other people, like, they're surviving. It's snowing. They're in the middle of no- They're building their own little houses. There's bears. I mean- you know, men and women, all of a sudden it's like, oh, my gosh. I haven't seen the conclusion. Lexi, have you seen a, like a full season? Yeah, I've seen the whole season. You've seen somebody win $500,000, oh, survivor. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. It's really it's really impressive what they're able Very to do. Very impressive. I, I, so the long answer to your question, no. <laughs> okay, great. There is no way. I would be that guy, only worse. As soon as they threw me on the island, I'd be like clawing back on the helicopter. <laughs> Don't leave me. I have no pretense about mm-hmm. that whatsoever. Now, I know you. You're not doing that. You asked me the question. Well, okay, here, here's, here's the question. Okay, here's the question. Uh, this, what do you most enjoy or miss about being single? Oh. What do I most enjoy or miss about being single? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I got that one. <laughs> I can go on about this one. Okay, I, I have to be honest with you. This is going to sound lame. Yeah. But I got married when I was really young. Yeah. I don't miss anything. Nothing. Nothing about being single. I really don't. I don't miss it. Because, I mean, you I know, just... 
You don't remember? No. I mean, I, I mean, I remember, but there was nothing. I mean, my life improved so significantly at, when I got married. But don't you? Oh, let me answer that question. Then. Okay. I remember being single and closing the door to my apartment. And I didn't have to engage in anything. I didn't have chores to worry about. Yep. I didn't have the right. guilt of not doing the right paperwork. Right. I didn't have, I didn't have to drive anybody anywhere. There's something about being single and going, you're just accountable to yourself. And so there was nothing required from you from other people. Right, nothing's waking you up in the middle of the night, no. like thinking, oh my gosh, I need to fix the roof. Nothing or like I that. need to, I can't believe I forgot to. Yeah. I was renting. So I had no responsibilities yeah, yeah. as a homeowner. I love my wife and my kids. I, I'm so greatly thrilled to be married. But I do, there are times you go, I remember those days when you were single. When life was simple. Sometimes I'll be like in a grocery store and the, the guy in front of me will like be laying down his chicken nuggets and stuff and I go, there's a single man. And I go, no way will I right. ever go back to that, ever. To the laying down of the chicken nuggets. Oh, man, yeah. But there are times when I kind of go, oh, yeah, remember those days, the yeah. days of being single. And you're not going back. Mm -mm. Which moment, John, from your life would you choose to relive if you could? If I could relive. Uh, one of my happiest memories uh, is... Being in a large theater and performing in a comedy on a sold-out Saturday night mm. and getting laughs and my parents, I could, I could separate and hear their laughter. <laughs> I mean, That's so good. I mean, that's that, so good. I like, you know, you've got, there are 500 people in the theater and of course, you know, boom, 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 and here it comes, bup, 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 bup. and then thing, the the wall erupts at you, that energy, that that flow. Yeah. But you you know that laughter so well, I can hear Don and Grace, and, I, and <laughs> you just smiling, knowing that they're out there. That oh, that's was awesome. Yeah. How about you? I remember this Christmas Eve. This was probably in twenty oh four. And I, I, this just, this was such a moment. It, there, something happened weather-wise and everybody, my extended family, everybody had to stay in my house. I mean, stay overnight at my house on Christmas Eve. So we had like, I don't know, 14 people sleeping in our house. On Christmas Eve? On Christmas Eve. Oh, how fun. Okay. Fabulous. And it was crazy. So we had people on sofas, sleeping bags, wherever we could get a person. You were doing the show then. And I was doing the show then. I remember this. No. Well, maybe I just started. Okay. Maybe I just started filling in. Anyway. I remember you. I remember oh, this Oh, do you remember Christmas, we talking yeah. about this? Anyway, every, it, was, it was just absolutely nutty. But I remember going to bed, and both of my cats were on my bed. They both jumped up. It was like time to go to bed, so the cats are like, you know, getting ready to go to sleep too. And my kids were on the floor next to me, and I remember thinking... It's one of those moments where you recognize mm. how fragile mm. this feeling of happiness is. How fleeting. How fleeting it is. And my parents were still alive. They were great. They were just lived right down the street. Good health. My, our, our animals were there. Our kids were there. The extent, And I just remember thinking this. I have to remember this because I knew in my heart that it was not going to last for long. And kudos to you to 
to have the wherewithal to say, I recognize this as a precious moment. Yeah. Everybody was asleep. I was the only one awake. And I just, but it was, it was like a really happy, sad, sad, sad thing. Because yeah. it's, f- <laughs> it's so fleeting. <laughs> it is. It's gone in a heartbeat, isn't it? Yeah. But you had it. You yep. held it for that moment, for that really didn't you? A little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really what was it like waking up on Christmas morning with all those people in your house? That must listen. Po- that's when I that's think the fun. positive feeling stopped because we were like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh, why aren't there more bathrooms in this house?" <laughs> yeah, and you had to make breakfast, Christmas breakfast for everybody. Yep. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. Yep. All right. So then, just one more quick question. Uh, on top of that, what makes a house a home? Hmm. Good stuff on the walls. Seriously, that's a big thing to me. Mm-hmm. If if people take the time to, to put interesting things up on their walls, that tells me a lot about who the people are mm-hmm. by what is hanging, what's there. The imagery that's important. Yeah, to like them. who? Yeah, like because who, you look at that every day. Who are you? And what what, what is appeals it? to you? What yep. do you find beautiful or comforting? Yes. yes, yeah, I really, really love that. What about you? Uh, it's a feeling, the feeling of contentment. Oh, that that. That Christmas memory of yours, yeah. for that fleeting moment, you were content. That yeah. that made your house the home. Huh. Everyone's together, and we're content for the moment. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. What if I told you you can save a baby's life for just $28? Well, it's true. Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant girls and women who otherwise might choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a click or phone call away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or you can do it safe and secure online by clicking on the preborn banner at wordfm.com. Marketing your business is hard. It's so competitive, and getting new customers is as hard as keeping your existing ones. We know it because we're a local business too. So when it comes to marketing your business and getting new customers, we know how to do it. Our digital marketing firm, Salem Surround, is built to create customized solutions to your business, not your competitors just you. Reach out to us at SalemSurround.com and we'll work with you to create those solutions that will increase your business and bring you new customers. SalemSurround.com 
They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the Double Your Refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4223. Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. Clavin's Ice Cream, the throwback ice cream shop. I mean, it looks like something out of 1944. Uh, Penn Avenue and 28th Eight. Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was put up for sale last year. It's, in, of course, in the Strip. Uh, Jacob and Desiree Hanshar put the business up for sale. They said last year that they couldn't give Clavens the attention it deserves due to other business obligations. But now, according to the Trib, the Hanshars have changed their mind about selling after learning that interested buyers might have had different visions Ooh. for Clavens, including making a total change to the shop. Uh, the Hanshars tell the Trib that they've hired a new manager who will be experimenting with new flavors and ideas while keeping the flavors that the shop has become well known for. That's a good okay, that's good news. Now, it's a wonderful I mean, once you walk in there It's like it's going back in time. It's wonderful. It truly is a great, great place. But it's a destination. You're not walk you're is. not walking yeah, by the place. Don't you wish that Clavens was in the middle of some If it was in the middle of the strip, it right, would be a home run. Right. Or if it was in the middle of the High Line, or if it was in the middle of the South Side, right, or whatever some neighborhood, right, it, right. It, but it's at the very, very end of the Strip District, right, Twenty Eighth in Penn. Yeah, I mean, you have to w- want to go there, which is the the problem with the place, right. as sweet as it is. But you, but if you haven't been, boy, oh, you should definitely go. A lot of little booths, all, oh, all the wood fo- phone booths, yeah, in there, the soda, the soda fountain, fountain, the little stools, everything. Some, it's super cool. A lot of very old time candy. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, a lot of old time candy. Yeah, it's super fun. It's reasonable. Well, uh, we also talked earlier in the show about how Mad Max Oakland is closing after thirty years. Uh, Mad Max that was the first location of Mad Max on Atwood Street before they, you know did the McKnight Road location and the Robinson. I don't know Everywhere. what else they have. Um, but I was sad to hear it. Uh, I ate an absolute ton of meals at that Mad seven. Max. Seven. <laughs> seven wings. 70 cents. Seven wings. You want seven wings. Seven. Uh, Sorry. Sorry. Also, um, the uh, man who invented Peeps, the marshmallow peep, Bob oh. Bourne, uh, has passed away. Mm. Uh, my mom who passed away a couple years ago as well, loved Peeps. I love a Peep. Like it was her job. Mm-hmm. They come once a year. Well, well, now they come multiple times a year. Yeah, well, that's kind of cheating. Yeah, because there's Valentine Peeps out right now. What? No, I don't want that. You want them only at Easter, Easter Peeps. Well, for people who are gluten intolerant, it's a, it's or just a, intolerant. Nice, it's a nice snack because there's no gluten in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, 98 years old, you say it. Uh, I mean, it's pure sugar, right? Oh, nothing else there. They've been around since the early 1950s uh, when they bought a candy company that had been making the marshmallow candy by hand. Uh, Bob Bourne used his engineering skills to mechanize the marshmallow forming process, reducing the time it took to make a Peeps from 27 hours to six minutes. Um, oh, it's a very divisive candy. I mean, it's just, it's crunchy and weird. No, no. When they're fresh, they're incredible. I don't, a lot of people only like them when they're stale. That's rough. 
No, then they that's kind of like crunching through it like a stale piece of bread. Also, right. both Dr. Phil and Tom Brady have retired. Dr. Phil for the first time, Tom Brady for the second. Um, Dr. Phil? When's the last time you watched Dr. Phil? I've never watched Dr. Never, Phil. Never, ever? No. I mean, I know who he is, but I've never seen... He had his own show, right? Yeah, yeah, Dr. Phil. He's, didn't he start on He's Oprah's a, show? Yeah, he was an Oprah, you know, sort of like a feature on the Oprah yeah. show. So Oprah, you know, made Dr. Phil a multi-bajillionaire. It's kind of cringy. Oh, really? Well, yeah, because... What's the other guy? Jerry? It's Jerry Springer-ish. Is it? In a way. Although he's really? got, yeah, but he's, you know, he's a doctor. But, you know, it's like personal problems and relationships and stuff. And you, a lot of people yelling and screaming and crying. Oh, my God, I missed it. Doesn't happen the here. Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.